Hello and welcome to Nigeria Daily. I am Martia Umar. Thank you for joining. Nigeria in 2021 is faced with an unprecedented wave of different but overlapping security crises, from kidnapping to extremist insurgencies. Almost every corner of the country has been hit by violence and crime one way or the other. So that will be our focus today. We'll discuss about the security situations in 2021 and then moving forward. What can we do so we don't experience the same thing in 2022? And to discuss that with me today on the show, we are being joined by a security expert. Uh, You must have heard his voice before on our previous edition. So he's live with me in the studio and we'll be having this discussion. I'm talking about none other but Comrade Mahmoud Dantata. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to have you join us today in the studio. Very pleasant evening. Nigerians listening home and abroad and yourself, erudite anchor person. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. So, Comrade, let's look at the security situation in Nigeria. 2021, we're winding down 2021, but how did the country fare in terms of security in 2021? Uh, The issues are in 2021, we can vividly say it uh, increased beyond expectation because Itato, we know that insurgency was in the northeastern part of the country, mm. then armed banditry was in northwestern part of the country. As I'm talking to you presently, it has escalated to north central states of Kogi and Niger State. The abandoned wildlife games reserve of Barugu as well as those of uh, Tegina, uh, Ibi, and other areas have also been overtaken by fleeing bandits from northwestern states, as well as East Wap forces that flew in from uh, Libya as a result of the fall of the Gaddafi presidential wall. So the issues are in 2021, while the combined team of the armed forces, police, and other security agencies are there, given their firepower to see that insurgency in the south uh, northeastern part of the country is brought to barest minimum so also you are seeing the emanation of uh, escalation of uh, armed banditry in states like kebi zampara sokoto kogi and most of other states then again the biafran agitation of the southeastern part of nigeria precisely in uh, imo state mm-hmm. where you had combined forces of the army, navy, air force, civil defense, police, and others uh, executing the warfare against the separatists as well as people trying to secede from this country, even though they killed a chunk of officers and men of both the land army, navy, civil defense, police, through uh, guerrilla warfare as well as ambushes and host of others. Then uh, the worst of it is Abuja Kaduna Road mm. that Itato used to be free. Today we have had cases of uh, increased kidnap uh, of people where even uh, one time a governorship aspirant of uh, Zamfara State, a person of Sagir Musa mm. lost his life while the driver was trying to escape from the kidnappers along Abuja Kaduna Road and host of other important families in Nigeria. So to say, as you are discussing issue of kidnap related cases, so also that of banditry, so also issue of uh, insurgency and host of others. Then again, the ISWAP uh, miscrant that left Libya also came and added pepper to the whole injury to make it uh, worse in geometrical terms. So above all, I would say uh, the experience of insecurity in 2021 exceeded that of uh, 2020, 2019, 2018 and other years because 
families cried even in schools they went and kidnapped pupils students and innocent uh, people who went to learn on how to make a better living in future mm. where some of the families had to pay ransom uh, in some cases uh, the cleric uh, islamic cleric in kaduna sheikh gumi had to mediate to get some of them okay comrade we can describe 2021 as an unusual year it was in 2021 as a result of the so many insecurity concerns all over the country that the service chiefs were sacked after a lot of clamor from nigeria and it was like a rollover of what happened in 2020 or maybe years before 2021 there was an increase just like you mentioned in the beginning and then we saw a lot of policies a lot of decisions that had to be made as it relates to how we can curb the rate of insecurity in different parts of the country so which of the policies can we say that worked for us well if you look at the issues i think uh, the decision that a collective hmm. execution by the security forces where the way the air troop surveillance hmm. intelligence gathering team as well as the ground troops are you know executing the warfare against armed bandits as well as insurgents same way other companies of the army air force navy police and other security agencies went along and i believe that a joint tax force the policy of uh, maintaining synergy and mm. um, them working as a joint tax force paid out that was the best policy whatsoever mm. because of all the riot acts the president has been reading at this is the only one that gathered momentum that even of recent bello turji mm. had to be wounded in the fight against uh, his uh, miscreants and disgruntled elements in zamfara enclaves and most of other areas so i believe the policy of joint execution against any form of insecurity as given by the president and commandant chief and as coordinated by national security advisor general mongono worked out the other previous ones where police will be executing on its own the army on its own air force on its own navy on its own dss on its own and everybody wanting to take credit so i think that singular challenge of saying that they must work as one working for the interests of Nigerians and the president and commander in chief where they have to gather intelligence share it among themselves and ensure that whatever credit is coming is coming to the entire security agencies and not a singular one was the only policy and strategy that worked out than other previous ones we had because uh, the removal of the service chiefs mm. was what also made this to be possible itato people have been saying generals buratai amasha ibrahim and others stayed beyond their time mm. where they had to eat up the terms uh, ought to have been spent by other predecessors of re- other regular courses mm. uh, after them so i think the initiative of the president to have listened to the outcries of nigerians by relieving the service chiefs of their appointments and bringing in even though shortly mm. we lost uh, lieutenant general atairi ibrahim may allah grant his soul with um, agenda fidosi um, shortly after he boosted the morale of members of the nigerian army mm. so i think that a uh, singular decision of joint task force of relieve relieving of the service chiefs of the appointments also worked out even though the promise that the president made by entirely restructuring the security architecture did not come to be okay all right so we'll go for a quick break we will be back shortly do stay with us you're still listening to nigeria daily a podcast from daily trust 
that's the home of news you can trust. And features, analysis, and in-depth reports that are rich. That's right. In addition, you can get much more. But how? Let me introduce you to Trust Plus, where you can get added value. And where is that? Visit the Trust Plus portal and subscribe. You mean subscribe to become a member? Yes, and that entitles you to exciting opportunities. Like what? A chance to connect with Daily Trust journalists to suggest stories you want to read and even contribute in producing the story. Wow, could you show me how to get a Trust Plus? It's simple. You can visit the portal on membership.dailytrust.com now. Welcome back. Thank you for staying with Nigeria Daily. And today's edition, we're talking about security, how Nigeria fared uh, in terms of security in 2021, and most importantly, prospects. What are the focus? What should we do better in 2022? And our guest today is Comrade Mahu Dantata, a security expert. Comrade, thank you so much once again for being here. Thank you. The now, looking at 2022, 2022 is just, uh, let's say, a few hours from now. Now, and these changes need to start manifesting, let's say, the first month of 2022. So what can we do better? What are the tough decisions the president has to make in order for us to see a reduction in the rate at which people die as a result of insecurity in Nigeria? Well, I believe the first decision the president and commander-in-chief need to make and steps he need to take are complete restructuring of the security security architecture. When we talk about restructuring today, talking about the army, navy, Air Force, police, DSS, NIA, immigration, customs, civil defense, fire service, and others, they are not living up to expectation of the grassroots people. When you look at the police, for instance, when you talk about internal security, they are constitutionally empowered to be in charge. But with the present arrangement, their members of the armed forces have to come in to rescue the situation because the firepower of the insurgents, the firepower of the bandits exceeds that of the least outpost of the police, mm. the least outpost of the division headquarters, the lead uh, structure of the area command, the structure of the state command. When you talk about AK-47, tell me other high weapons that the police possess, which is wrong. In countries like Malaysia, Indonesia, you can hardly find members of the armed forces fighting issues related to domestic violence, which has to do with insurgency as well as uh, armed banditry and others. But presently, because of the uh, poor uh, manpower equipment of the police, they are unable to meet these challenges, even with the uh, larger uh, specialized squads like the counterterrorism unit, police mobile force, special forces, uh, counterterrorism unit, conventional police, uh, intelligence response team, uh, special tactical squad, IG monitoring team, border police, marine police, and host of others. Let's take marine police, for instance. Hmm. Their duty is to safeguard maritime waters outside the Roro port, the Tinker Island port and others tell me where and even uh, this uh, Nigeria inland waterways in Lokocha, you can't even find marine police there. The people you can find there are Navy and the marine police are supposed to work working alongside the Nigerian Navy because they are specially trained to safeguard our maritime waters. So if the security architecture is restructured, hmm. police that is charged with uh, providing internet security will have capability, both manpower, better training, better intelligence gathering, as well as 
better technological improved intelligence gathering gadgets. For example, the Kano State Governor, His Excellency Ganduje, was in the presidential villa to confer with the president to give him state of security in Kano that most of these flame bandits and ISWAP insurgents have already regrouped in Falgore Forest. And when you look at Falgore Forest, it doubles even Sambisa Forest mm. in, term, in terms of landmass. So we are there to be this intelligence gathering gadget. There could be sighting of uh, long-range CCTV, uh, eight uh, hour flight drone that can be combing the bush, mm. then also stationing of certain radar there that can be reading the, the movement and also others. But as it is, even with the establishment of the police trust fund, we have not seen anything to that effect. Where you see the police perform up to expectation is within the city centers as well as state capital, which ought not to be. Mm. The moment you go to my local government or your local government, you can't find any sophistication in the outposts, in the division headquarters, area command and also other, which ought not to be. Then again, the need to expand the sighting of barracks. Look at this FCT, for instance. Mm -hmm. Itato, we used to have gas brigades only in Kefi and uh, Lungi barracks. But due to foresight, they've been able to establish gas brigades cantonment in Dupa. Mm -hmm. There is another one in Kiri. You have another one in Zuma in Suleja, which is uh, a progression. Mm -hmm. So I think if the security is uh, restructured, there will be no need saying one general or air vice marshal or uh, navy commodore or AIG comes from here before we sight Mopo squadron or counterterrorism squadron or maybe even military cantonment, whether of the Army, Navy, or Air Force. Whether any personality comes from such areas or not, it is the right of Nigerian people, especially at the border areas and crisis-prone areas of northwestern, uh, northeastern, north central, and other parts of Nigeria, where it is a must that you cite either Army barracks, Naval barracks, Air Force barracks, Mopol barracks, or even barracks of any of the sophisticated uh, security agencies in order to call any uh, instant attack that might come from the insurgents or this disgruntled element that call themselves bandits. Okay, thank you so much for your contribution. Is there any other thing you would like to say? A security message to people who are applying the roads, who are in different parts of the country? Well, the only cautionary measures I would give to people is that whenever they want to travel on any of these crisis-prone areas, they should endeavor to inquire either from some of these transporters hmm. that plies every now and then either NURTW or the nearest police establishment or any of the establishment of either Army, Navy, Air Force or DSS because they normally have what you call intelligence reports. Mm. But you see somebody can wake up as early as five or six without having privileged information or Abuja Kaduna what transferred yesterday and just go like that. Even though as believers we know it's Allah that saves mm. and uh, protects but we also need to protect ourselves. So I think we need to sensitize ourselves on that and also get certain information before embarking on such journeys, especially on roads that are not safe for now. All right. Thank you so much, Comrade Mahmoud Dantata, for being a guest on the show today. And that's it for Nigeria Daily for today. Nigeria Daily is a daily trust production and it is open for sponsorship and advert placement. You can download this and other episodes on dailytrust.com and on bossproud.com. You can also listen in on Apple Podcasts Spotify, Google Podcast, TuneIn Radio, and on NAS FM 89.9, Yola at Damawa State. If you have questions or comments or intend to sponsor the program, please send us a message via WhatsApp on 091-389-33390. Thank you for listening and bye for now. Mm-hmm.